started, we're going to do a review of uh, Daf Kuf Chav Kimmel and then get to Daf Kuf Chav Dalid. That's today's Daf. Bezras Hashem Yisbarach. It's not. Uh, it's not been an easy run these uh, th- these past few Dafim. Although, are we are we are we on? We're just about there. Yeah, we are on the right schedule. I just wow. want to point out that uh, although it's not easy, but it's very timely with the uh, the parsha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is a different parsha when you look at the parsha and what are the words are saying and what it's talking about. It's exactly our topic. So hopefully, now we have uh, psukim. You know, we always wondered what those psukim are talking about. Now we know what it's talking about. Complicated stuff. Okay, complicated. Okay. So um, we're starting a review on Tafkuf Chafbeis <laughs> towards the um, middle, basically around the middle of the page. By the Orbeis Aprosos. So we wanted to define what that means yesterday. So uh, Rav says that it's actually the Beis Aprosos. Rabbi Hanina says it's actually from the area that's normally sold with the head. It's the same, they usually sold together. Then we talked about the various types of Shmona Shratzim, that also the skin is not considered a separate entity from the, from the flesh, and it's Matama as if it's the flesh. <laughs> and we saw what the basis is, is comes from the Pasuk in this past week's parasha Atameyim, which is Marba, even the Oros, that it has a status of Basuk. <coughs> now, status of meat, flesh. So now you might think that's going on all of them. That's why it says Eile, which means these. Problem is, is that Eile is going on all eight of these. So we saw Rob's explanation is that Limineu is... Um, is a divider, it has a first the list of three, and then it says Liminehu, Vatsav Liminehu, so it stops over there, and then it continues with the other five, and that's the part of the list. The problem is, is that in the other five, it's not just the, um, the, uh, these that are listed, the Orhanaka and etc., uh, right, if you uh, write Orhanaka, Koach, Alta, and Chomet, there was also Tinshamis in there that he did, that's not mentioned in our Mishnah. So the Gemara's first answer is that don't worry about Rav. Rav himself is a Tana, and he holds that Tinshamis belongs in the list. Um, what about our Tana who leaves Tinshamis out? He's not basing it on the Pasuk altogether. He doesn't have the Drasha of Atameim. It's just based on his, it's an experiential basis, that if it doesn't feel, the, the skin feels very thin, doesn't feel like a separate entity, um, then it's going to have a status of flesh, and uh, that's what he bases it on, and that's like, just like Rabbi Yudah, who just goes by, uh, by feel. He says Halta does have a, a status of skin, and the other ones don't, don't. but anyway, uh, uh, anyway, it's the same as the flesh, anyway, bottom line is that was the answer. Took us to the next thing where we said that once it's been worked, and it's a whole different story altogether, even something that normally would have a status as flesh while it's skin, that's not going to be the case for uh, once it's worked. And then we talked about whether it was walked on. So we said, what does walking on mean? Uh, is it uh, only if it was actually walked on? What if it was put you know, under his shoe so that he can walk on it. Does that already establish it? Seemingly from the halacha regarding the donkey's ears, it should be good enough. And that the Gemara says, no, 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 it's the walking. It doesn't mean um, even the donkey's ears has to be worked in order to no longer have a status of Tumah. 
So which brings us, what are you, what are you looking up? Most people understand it to be the mole or something like one of the. It was also mentioned. Yes, by the birds. Right, that's because there's a the bird. It's that has the same name, two different animals. Okay, so that's that's a simple um, because they're both sleepy animals. One of the one could one of tinshamas according to Rashi is is a bat or something like that, atalef, whatever species of you know night. Animal, so they're sleeping during the day, maybe an owl or something, and then uh, actually the anshuf is the owl. But anyway, along that same family, and uh, the tinshamis here is a mole because again, it's also known as like the animal that's sleeping or a sloth, whatever. I don't know; it's not clear which one it is. Obviously, anyway, interesting, right? You're curious that it's the same name for two different animals. Rashi, I mean, Rashi points it out. Anyway, so how long do you have to walk in order to be considered worked? So we said four mil. And four mil is a halacha, as we saw, for four different halachos. First, we thought it was Rabbi Avo who said it in the name of Rishlag, which is really Evu. But basically, what are the four halachos? Number one, to uh, kneading the dough. If you're trying to knead it with Tahara and you need to go to the mikvah to be tovel the kalim. So if there's a mikvah within the vicinity four, um, four uh, mil away, uh, right? We said a mil is about, whatever, it's 2,000 amas. It's, uh, um, anyway, um, so basically um, you would be obligated to do so. The same is for tefillah. If there's four mil when you're, like, you're ready to stop for the night, but there's four mil ahead, there's still a, there's, a, there's going to be a shul where you can catch a minion, so you would be mechuyiv to continue. And same for netil sedayim, and um, and in addition, the four mil is the amount of walking to work the leather. Now, Rabbi Yosef Bechinina says that's only when you're tra- if you're traveling and you have four mil to go, that's four mil ahead of you. But if it's uh, behind you, even a mill, you're not obligated to go behind, which teaches us that, but if it's under a mill, so then it's, um, uh, if it's under a mill, then you would be obliged to go back. Um, okay. Next, we saw that uh, when a legion from the army comes in to your house, you have to assume that the house is now tummy, and that's because every person in the army would keep the skull or scalp of a body and which has a status of tumah, size it's the size of a kazais and conveys tumas and bias. Um, and don't be don't be surprised because even the Karkaplo show Rabbi Shmuel is at the head of the kings. They believe, I don't know exactly Rashi says that there's some Kishof involved. They think it's a good luck charm. Okay. Okay. That's the uh, Native Americans also. They think yeah. Same thing. Well, I mean, I don't know what they were doing, but they, they, I don't know if it, it, they looked at it as like a, a show of dominance or whatever it is, and they kept it with them. Huh? Trophy. Yeah. Trophies. Trophy. It was like a trophy or something, whatever. Anyway, brought us to the next mission of talking about somebody who is um, skinning an animal. It doesn't matter what animal he's skinning. Behema, Chaya, Taora, Tameya, Daka, Gasa. If he's doing it for a shatiach to be a mat, so then um, it's considered attached as long as it's kedeachiza. If it's for a chemes, it stays attached and considered part of the flat, you know, connected to the to the carcass until it's 
up past the chest. Um, if you're trying to do the entire hide, so um, so then um, it's also uh, going to be tummy as long as it's attached. We did say that the neck skin is is loose; it doesn't hold tight to the, it doesn't fasten basically tight to the animal. So um, and therefore, is it? It's not necessarily chibor. The chum say that it is a chibor until you skin it. Okay. So the question is, what about beyond the kedei achiza? What is the status? So Rav says that it's tahor. I mean, after all, whatever was pulled apart is tahor. Ravasi qualified that and he says, but the last tefach that's right next to the flesh, that's still considered attached and it's considered part of the flesh. So we had a kasha on that. It sounds like which sounds like that anywhere in the Mufshat. So Gemara says, no, it's everywhere but the tefach of the basa. Then we said... Um, Another raya, we said that the or that's connected and basar is tamay. Doesn't that sound like only the hide that's next to the flesh, not the hide, you know, after that, that's detached, even with the tefach? So Gemara says, no, what we call a tefach, that's samach the basar, is connected and basar. Okay. Um, we tried another raya, somebody skinning uh, an animal, our Mishnah, basically, for shetiach, we said kedeach and then we said v'tefach ha-samach is very similar to our Mishnah, but it says the Tevach Samuel Basar is Tahar. So, isn't that a question? I mean, it's saying very black and white that that Tevach next to the Basar is actually Tahar. So, not like Ravasi. So, the Gemara says that's talking about only when all you pulled is a Tevach Rishon, meaning the first Tevach has been pulled, and it's and that's the Tevach. And so, basically, the grand total of length is two Tevachim. So, then the tefach, that Tevach Samuel Basar is not considered attached, and that's because you're still going to pull it from the original grip, because it's still very close to the uh, close enough to the flesh and, instead of, and that's what's considered attached, what helps you pull it off and, and, and the part that's lower um, is not really connected in any way, that, even though it's lower down it's not what you're going to really hold on, but once you're past that then you're going to start gripping from closer to the flesh. That's where your grip is, and that's why it's considered still attached. That's basically that. How, how, how difficult a job is it to pull the skin? Is I don't know. I never tried it. So. Anybody tried it? Anybody knows? Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like they're talking about it. You just take care of it. You pull it down. It sounds like nothing to it, but that doesn't sound like it. doesn't sound like it. doesn't sound like it. doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. They were just like, yeah, right. I mean, I know skinning the so fish. That, yeah, they hold one hand, the other hand kind of where it meets just the flesh, they slice separate so yeah. Helping separate. kids separate it. Right. This is the process. I mean, to, to get the skin off cleanly with nothing adhering to it must be, take time. It's a skill, right? It takes time. Yeah. And if they're skinning thousands of animals, it just seems like... How do they Especially if you want to make out of it. Maybe there's a skill to it, so yeah. they can do it quickly. I don't know. Are there an army of helpers, or the Kohanim themselves have to do it? I don't know. It doesn't give me details, yeah. mm-hmm. as far as I know. Anyway, how big is the Kedah We saw that it's a Tefach, but then we explained that it's not really a Tefach. It's two Tefach, but it's not a two Tefach. It's a Tefach Kaful. Mm-hmm. They would fold it, and, that, and that's how they would uh, pull it down. Right, gives, it's a better grip. 
Now, Abaye, uh, right, Abaye also said Tavach Kofel. The Brisa says, Kediachiz is Tavach Kofel. Okay. Next we saw is an interesting Mishnah. Talking about a talus, that you started hearing the talus. As soon as you tore most of the talus, it's no longer considered attached. The talus is already no longer the same talus, and it loses its status of Tuma. Okay, it's Tahor. Now, Rav Nachman says in the name of Rabba Barbua, a major qualifier on that. He says that's only true by a talus that was just dipped in the mikvah that day, and uh, which shows that he is not so makbid on the talus, because normally you're not going to be so comfortable dipping it in the mikvah. It's not the healthiest thing for a talus. Number one, can imagine, whatever. Um, I don't know. Dry clean only, right? Most talisim are dry clean only. Okay. And since he shows that he doesn't really care about, you know, that it's more important that it should be taller, so therefore, when he does a, a majority, we don't worry that he's going to do less than a majority. Uh-um. And that's why it's okay to rely on the majority. But in general, if you just take a regular toss that you didn't tear, that you didn't dip in the mikvah, and you tear it most of the way, we are choshish that maybe, no, that's not reliable, because maybe you'll do what you think is rope, or you'll say it's rope, but really it's actually less than rope, because you're chas on the talus. You feel you don't want to, you don't want to ruin the talus. So that's what Rav Nachman says in Baravua. On that, we had two kashas from Rabbah, two strong questions. He said, number one, if you do a tefillah, if, it, if it's wet, you did it in the mikvah that day, we know that you have to wait till the next day to do it, you, to use it. Okay? But you didn't wait till the next day. You want to use it that day. That alone is a big problem because it should be in Kegzera that people will think that Tvilas Bas Yoma is good, that you could go to the mikvah and right away use it, which is not the case. Number one, that's one problem with your solution. And number two, the second issue is that um, why, according to you, why is Olas Of, which Reb Lazar of Shimon says that uh, has to be done just rov, not more than rov, you're just cutting rov of the simanim, why are we choshish that rov is not good enough because maybe he'll um, do, uh, maybe he won't do a full rov, like we're saying over here. So we see that rov, uh, when, so he says, let's take the halacha, stam. You're not dipping it in the mikveh at all. You're just tearing it. You did rov, and we don't assume you're going to do less than rov. Rov is good enough. Well, well that's it. We don't make any xeris over here. That's the way Rabbah argues. Comes along Rabbi Yosef and he says, both of your rayas are not really rayas. Number one, that which you said, that it's xeris shem yom rutvila bas yom ola, that um, the, you look at the tear, the tear will prove it. In other words, uh, nobody's going to be assuming that when they see this huge gaping tear right through the center of this garment. So what's the chashash? Now it's number one. And that which you say, why by Olasov don't we make a xera? <coughs> look who do, does the Olasov. It's Kahanim. We have a general rule we don't make xeras by Kahanim because Kahanim is reasoning. Kahanim are always careful. They're, atop, they're on top of their situation. They make sure they do it right. They're professionals, so it's a different story. It's not like us who like um, who may cut corners. That's the idea, or not cut enough of the corner. Okay, good one. Good one, right? Okay, brings us to the next thing. So we tried a raya. Uh, it said we brought a raya that somebody skins the behema chayot tomeya tora daka gasa for shetiach. It says kedeachiza. Sounds like if it's more than a kedeachiza, it would be tar. 
Why? Maybe you make a gzera that they won't do the right thing. All they did is gedeachiza. In other words, the same situation. Why? You know, if you're going to make a gzera here, that maybe they're not going to do rove. Make a gzera there. Um, and maybe it'll be considered that it was Nagebetoma. So the Gemara says, um, uh, so he says, you know what? Our Mishnah, you misunderstood. You thought it's talking about Tumadar Raisa. Our Mishnah is really only talking about Tumadar Panan. And that's why we have a right to be Mako. So Gemara says, okay, look. He talks about a case where a tummy person is skinning a Tahar animal. And then, you know, he's, it's making the animal tummy. I could, you could say, of course, that man is tame, tame durabanan. There's plenty of tumas that are men that are only midurabanan. But uh, if we're talking about the other way around, it's a tar that's skinning a tame animal. So you're saying that he's not conveying, that it's conveying tumma to him. Obviously, the tumma of an animal, what other tumma is there besides for tumma daraisa? That's really the question. So um, the Gemara answers we're talking about a, a, a trefa, an animal that is. Slaughtered, but it was a trefa. Trefa is tum, has any tuma even drabana? The answer is actually yes. As we find that Wudishmol says that a trefa is in fact tame midrabanan by the case of Mukdashin. So that's the story. Um, so brought us to the next thing, which is uh, the Tashma. Okay. We brought from Rabbi Destoy Bar Behuda in the name of Rabbi Shimon that somebody who's mafshit shratzim, it's a chibor until you remove it all the way, which implies, let's say it wasn't a sheretz, you're just skinning, let's say, a camel. So it sounds like it's not a chibor. How, why don't we make a gzera? And a camel is tamay midaraisa. So Kumar says, no, that you misdirected the inference. The inference is not to tell you that a gamal is not attached, but rather the or that's on the neck is not attached. Um, and it's going to be a manure. He says the R on the neck, the hide on the neck is not attached. So Rav Huna, okay, Rav Huna says in Rav Shimbar Yossi, that's only if you, um, uh, okay, so this, that's the end of that discussion, which brings us to a new discussion that's going to keep us into today's daf. Rav Huna uh, says in the name of Rav Shimbar Yossi that this is only true if you leave a Kedema for us, the size of a handkerchief still attached um, that's when it's going to be um, uh, that's when it's going to be still a chibor because there's a significant piece that's still attached but if um, uh, then it's a chibor and it's, the whole thing is considered attached if you left that amount still attached now Rav Shlaker says that's only true by a talus but by leather then which is a stronger material than than garment, than, uh, than, than, than a typical textile. So um, it's stronger, so then it doesn't even need to be Kedemaphorus to be considered as one and to be considered a Chibor. Rabbi Yochanan says even the hide is also it's not so strong, and once it's past that measure, it's considered detached. So Rabbi Yochanan is trying to prove his point to Rachel because He says, look, we said, or that's Tame Medras, if you have a mind to make it into straps or sandals. Mm-hmm. So once you put the knife to it, it's Tohar, according to Rabbi Yehuda. And the Chum say, um, no, it's only once it's less than five Tvachim. But once it's less than five Tvachim, if everybody seems to be saying that it will be Tar. Why is that the case? When you say, look, leather's strong, you could still sew it back up, it should still be considered the same garment. So the Gemara says, um, uh, 
No. Um, so the Gemara says you're right. If when do we say that it's strong? Is if it's if you're sewing it up right through the center of it, like in the middle of it, the garment, a center sewing will be as good as uh, and and good as new, basically. But because uh, it's a very strong material. But if it's at the edge, you cut strips at the end of it. So so that would be a different story. And that's basically um, where we left off yesterday. And we'll take a...